All right, well, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. And uh, I gotta figure out that light. Oh, okay, well, okay. So, first of all, let me. Okay, what, I'm all over the place today. Let me just start here, real quick. Um, uh, thank you to people who have messaged me about the podcast. Where's the podcast? What are you doing with the podcast? And just out of nowhere, hey, I like the podcast. Thanks for doing it at all. I'm going through the podcast again for the whatever time. The idea to me that anybody has listened to this podcast more than one time, first of all, one time, let alone several times, unbelievable. Greatly appreciate you. Happy New Year, even though it feels weird to say solely because, is it a new year? I mean, the last couple of years just feel like one big giant mush of days. But regardless, Happy New Year. Hope it's going great for you. And the reason that I'm sort of all over the place, uh, first of all, apologize there hasn't been a podcast in a while. A few things happened last year that I don't necessarily want to get into today, but I will eventually, whatever. And um, and also, I decided, what the hell am I doing? Why? First of all, I like doing this. Second, if I'm going to do it, why wouldn't I also do videos so I can put stuff on YouTube as well? So, I got a camera. So, I set up my kitchen as a small makeshift studio. I got a camera in front of me. I got a light as if I'm filming Jesus. I don't even know. Hustle and Flow 2. I am um, trying to do this stuff. Oh, man. I, so, yeah, I just looked at a thing. My whole life's falling apart. So, um, yes, potentially there's going to be more of this. This is a thing. Uh, I'm doing it. Uh, to start this off again, God damn it. I'm all over the place today. The, uh, the, uh, fuck. Fuck, Nathan. Oh, so I got a light. This is... Everybody, it's going to be fine. I got a little plant. We're going to figure this out. Um, two things I wanted to talk about today. One, uh, very sad news the other day about Bob Saget. It, 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 it really sucked, sort of completely out of nowhere. Oh, I only found I found out about it on Sunday during the Ban for Brains Cancel for Christ thing. I'm still doing it. It's now basically the entire Sunday, and this Sunday was that. I'm looking at books. I'm staring at a wall. Anything that is not giving my eyes to the Zuck, to the Jobs, to the the Dorsey, to the to China, any single thing that's TikTok, any single thing that is not giving my eyes to that, I'll look at an onion. I will stare at an onion all Sunday instead of flipping through whatever the hell because the rest of the week, God, it's hard for me not to. Here's what I've realized, and I'm gonna get back to this real quick. Here's what I've realized. If I start every day, the first hour of my day, not looking at the internet, then for the rest of the day, I'm pretty fine with it. I don't have to go on it as much. I just, my brain just doesn't do that. If I go on the internet in the first hour of my day, all bets are off. 7.30 a.m., it's a chihuahua. 8.10, it's an ass. 9.15, it's pure, like just hell. Hell, hell, hell. And that ends up being my entire day. My brain wants to explode. My eyes are burnt out of my face. So whatever. I found out about it uh, on Cancel for Christ, Ban for Brains, because somebody texted me and said, oh my God, this is really sad. 
I had told them the story of when I opened for this man because when I was filming this show that I did in uh, last year, that's hopefully coming out soon. I'll be able to show people. Um, randomly, me and me and a couple people were uh, that that were working on it. We're talking about nice people we've met in our business, whatever it is. There, you know, comedy, whatever. And I said, bar none, easily the nicest human being I've met in comedy is. Bob Saget, by a massive, massive stretch, gate, width, whatever. So this person texted me and be like, hey, this is sad news. You told me what a great guy he was. And that's how I found out. And it really, I got to, I got to open for him one time, very randomly. A friend of mine was supposed to do it. He was supposed to open for him at the Queen Elizabeth Theater in Toronto. It's a uh, a twelve hundred seat theater, and I say that only because at the time the, the biggest crowd I've ever performed in front of ever. And my friend, my friend was supposed to do it. He ended up not being able to do it. He messages me and says, "Would you want to open for Bob Saget this weekend?" Yeah. So he goes, "Okay, here's what you're gonna have to do. You got to send a tape to Bob's people, and Bob's people will decide whether or not they like it, and then you will, you know, whatever." So I sent a clip to Bob's people. I get an email back from Bob's people, and it says, uh, hey, Bob really liked this clip. See you on Saturday. And I go, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's crazy. So I got to do, I'm doing a half hour at this theater opening for Bob Saget. So those three days before the show, I am in my room writing stuff, timing out a half hour, real Eminem on the bus type thing just like you know really putting this thing together because i'm like man i'm uh, first of all i'm opening for bob saget second of all it's gonna be the biggest crowd i've ever performed in front of in my life and it's a half hour that ain't nothing i gotta i want to figure this out so i uh i really you know i go over this stuff the day the show comes okay and i go into the theater i walk in and the the whole place is empty it's before the show obviously and the bob saget is on stage uh tuning his guitar, and I'm kind of going, all right, well, I don't want to bother him by any stretch. I'm going to walk on the stage, stay to the left, like the stage wing, and go straight into a dressing room. I will not bother this man. I don't want to even, he's doing his thing. He's doing rehearsal. He's doing sound check. I'm not even going to bother him. So I walk up past the stage. I go down, I go down to my dressing room. I'm in my dressing room again, going over what I'm going to do on this show. And uh, somebody comes into my room, and they just lean in. They go, Bob wants to talk to you. And that they said it sort of like that. And I go, oh, man, this could be bad. That's instantly where my head goes. I go, he's probably going to tell me, don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Don't even think about talking about that. You know, I, I'm, I'm just anticipating this is going to be bad. Rules, hey, go to hell. I mean, it's, it's, he's who he is. He can say whatever he wants. So I walk upstairs, like, anticipating death. I walk upstairs, I get on the stage. Bob jumps off the stool, runs over to me, shakes my hand, so smiley, and he goes, thank you so much for being on this show. I really, really appreciate it. You're so funny. And I go, what? Like, it just, first of all, for him to come to me, the whole thing, you just go, what the hell, what the hell's even going on here? Like, I grew up watching this man. This doesn't even make any sense. This is crazy to me right now. I'm in a weird, this is like a surreal thing. 
And he goes, yeah, thank you so much for doing uh, the show. I, I loved your set. And I go, oh, you you saw my clip? I, I was like, I know that I sent it to your people. And he goes, I am my people. He goes, I, I watched it. He goes, that, I, I say that solely so that people don't think, but I watched it, yes. I watched it personally. I liked it. Thank you for doing the show. I go, thank you so much for having me, man. This is craziness. I really appreciate it. And I somehow, I, I, I just thought that somebody is, I'm on this show. Everybody in this theater is here to see this man. I just thought in my head, I go, somebody's going to yell out for sure, you're not Bob Saget. So I had a response to this in my head, and I said to him, I said, hey, would you mind if somebody yells this out, if I say, I know I'm not Bob Saget, but I do get to perform in front of a full house? He goes, yeah, I would be honored. I'm like, this guy's great. I go back down to my dressing room, and um, he thanks me again. Countless amount of times he thanked me for being on the show to the point where you kind of going to go, do you know who you are? Do you know what the, like, buddy, who would not do this? What are you talking about? But uh, it's just it's such a nice thing. I go down to my dressing room again. I'm sitting there again, Eminem-ing it, looking at notes, going over stuff. And he pops his head into my dressing room, just throws his head in. He goes, what are you doing? I go, going over my set. He goes, come to my dressing room. Okay, I go into his dressing room. He's got a whole bunch of, you know, food, bunch of stuff, all the same. He's like, take whatever you want, do whatever you want. And uh, he just, he just telling me stories about whatever. And he kept every once in a while talking about how lucky he was, which I found very interesting. He, he'd be sitting there for a second, then you just go, man, the theater's sold out tonight. He's like, 1,200 people coming to see me. He goes, I'm so lucky. And he, he said it very sincerely. He didn't say it in a way of, um, oh, he really meant it, and he kept talking about, he had, he had a, a girlfriend there with him at the time, his girlfriend left the room for a second, and he goes, my girlfriend's beautiful, he goes, she's so great, I'm so lucky, and again, we're, 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 we're in his green room just talking for a while before the show, right before the show, he, um, he gets a call from his daughter, I can't, or, or he called her, I can't really remember, but I do remember him definitely coming over right before the show started, and he goes, my daughter's the best. She's just such a smart and great person. He goes, I'm so lucky. And you're standing there going, wow, man, this guy is great. So I, uh, so right before I, I'm going on, I'm standing there kind of in the wings or whatever, and I go, is there going to be, I'm asking uh, one of the sound guys, I go, is there going to be an intro or anything? And he goes, no, no, at 8 o'clock, we'll just tell you to go out there. I go, in my head, I go, ooh, it's going to be brutal. Uh, people expecting one thing, they get a completely other thing with no explanations really at all. I go, okay, but, it, but you know, tell them. Yeah, all right, cool. Bob comes over, and he goes, there's going to be an intro, right? Like, you guys are going to intro him? And they go, no, we just thought we'd... And Bob goes, no, no. Get some credits from him. Say his name. Intro him. Give him an intro. And I'm just standing there. He didn't have to do that. And look, maybe that sounds like a small thing. That is a massive thing for somebody like him to do. I have zero pull in this situation. I cannot affect any sort of change. I guess I could have gone to him and be like, hey, can we... I'm not going to do that. I didn't even want to bother the guy when he's doing a sound check. I'm not going to ask him if they can give me an intro. It's his show. It's a theater of people to see him. What he wants to do is what's going to happen. And I, and I'm, I am, you know, you got to be fine with that. It is what it is. 
Did I want to go out without an intro? No, that's not the way that... That is not the best way to set up this show. However, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I go out cold, bam, whatever. So he goes, no, give him an intro. Get some credit, say his name. And I'm standing there just going, oh my God, what a hero. Thank him. And I go over, I go, man, thank you. And he goes, of course, why? Yeah, you need an intro. (sighs) Amazing. Anyways. I go out there and I'm do- I'm doing some stuff and I don't know if like I whatever somebody yells out you're not Bob Saget and I say my little line of I know I'm not Bob Saget but I do get to perform in front of a full house people love that it's a re- you know whatever and uh, then it's completely fine after that the show's great I come off Bob goes on. And I'm standing there on the side just kind of watching him or whatever. And there's a security guard over there. And he goes, man, when that guy yelled at you, Bob was so pissed. I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, he was livid. He said to me, if that guy yells again or anybody else yells, they go, go out there, grab him, throw him out of here. He was like, this guy doesn't need this. He doesn't deserve this. Don't let anybody yell at him. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, you know, it was such a small... You know, like this is just somebody saying whatever. I didn't think too much of it, but this guy was like, no, man, Bob was pissed and he was ready to have somebody kicked out. That is also a super nice thing. He comes off, whatever, he's taking pictures and stuff after. He he, he, um, grabs a picture with me and and my girlfriend and, and, you know, he's like, uh, I mean, Liz, Jesus. So, Liz, you you know, anyways. um, And, um talking to him after and he goes he goes uh you know keep keep in touch hit me up kind of uh whenever and, and you know you go okay sure oh my god what am i gonna fucking text this guy and say i'd love to but what am i gonna hey man and uh, probably a few months go by and um and, it, and whatever just to say so, so he as as uh who he was and how unbelievably gracious he was to me is one of the reasons I say he's like one of the nicest people I've ever met, because there's people I've met, there's people I've met who are, uh, I, let's say friends, or friends of mine that are comedians that are not as open and, and she's, um, um, I don't know, I mean, thankful that you're doing a thing as this man was who doesn't even need to, if I would have walked in, right? If I would have walked in and Bob goes, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up until you go on the stage, don't talk about don't mention any part of my fucking career show anything and then as soon as you're done i'm gonna throw fucking money in your face you get the fuck out of the building i would go thanks and that's what it would be and then i would leave and maybe go home to my roommates at the time and go you never guess this fucking but that's as far as it's gonna go but also i wouldn't even be really mad at him because i go yeah he's who he is i sat at home watching this man for years and if that's how he wants to do things that's how he wants to do whatever you know what i mean the fact that he's like the the incredible opposite of that to the point that you kind of go, do I know this guy? Like, am I like a, a friend of his? Do we, does he, do I owe him this or something? The way that he kind of talked about it. Anyways, so to, to six months goes by and I'm moving to New York. Okay. And I, I, um, I knew nobody in New York. I'm scared out of my mind. It's a thing that I want to do, but I know nobody and I go, you know what? He, like, la- like, this is such a long stretch 
like, a, a, that's not even a sentence, but this is such a long shot. Um, this is a huge long shot, but I go, let me reach out to Bob Saget. He was unbelievably nice. He did say to keep in touch. He did say, like, reach out if you ever, I go, the worst thing that's going to happen is he's not going to respond. That's it. That's all. That's completely it. So um, I, uh, I, I DM'd him. And I said, hey, man, I, you know, I opened for you at the, the show a few months ago. Um, I can't remember exactly what I said. I'm moving to New York, and I'm just wondering if there's any way, you know, um, whatever. Thinking to get, you know, nothing, no response, whatever. But you just kind of go, I'm so scared, out of my mind about going to New York. Any sort of thing I can maybe think of that could potentially help, I'm like, let me, let me, let me reach out. So... He messages me back, and he said, what's your phone number? And I, like, he got back, like, quick, too. That's the other thing. It wasn't just, like, a few days or a weeks. I mean, it was, like, within the hour, within two hours. He messages, he DMs me back, and he goes, what's your phone number? I give it to him. And then this man, to me, Bob Saget called my phone. Now, again, there are friends I have that do not answer their phones. Friends, human adults who have been in my house, I've been in their house. If you call them, they text you and say, you called? You know I did. You, you absolutely know that I did. You saw it. You hung it up. You understand what a phone is, does. I, look, maybe you were born after 2002. I don't have anybody in my house that's born after 2002, but you get it. If you don't remember what the phone did before good Dr. Jobs went to the ground, put it, smashed a laptop into, a, into your pocket, you remember that these were answered. But I know so many people who do not answer. They don't do it. This, they definitely wouldn't call you. This man who could be anywhere in the world, like literally could be just about with anybody, could be hanging out talking to whoever, took time out of his day to call me a person who cannot help him at all. I have I have literally nothing to offer. Actually, the exact opposite of that. I'm asking for a favor from him, a man who could be anywhere doing anything, talking to any anybody. I'm, hey, can you ble Easily, if he would have just not even responded to my... Uh, DM, not even going to be, again, it's one of those things, you're not, how are you going to get upset? I would just go, yeah, fuck, of course. Why the hell would you help me? What the hell do I? This man calls my phone. He called time out of his day to call me and actually and ha have like thoughts on the city, certain places, all that sort of deal. Absolute, unbelievable craziness to to have that happen maybe i'm not maybe i'm wrong but that is wild there are people i know personally who wouldn't answer their phones who wouldn't call you the fact that this man with everything he had does did how he was who he was took time out of his day to call my phone man uh, it really really um that the whole experience i've ha i had with him Truly meant a lot to me, and it just showed that um, you can you you don't have to be a, a bad person 
in an uh, in entertainment industry, there's a lot of people with a lot less than him who are awful people to talk to, deal with. And I don't want to t- t- disparage people while I'm trying to do this other thing, but uh, the fact that he was fully the other way to a degree where you like you're shocked. And again, the fact that even even after opening for him and him saying, you know, keep in touch, people say that. That's just a thing people say, and it's a nice thing to say. You know, the fact that I reached out to him and he called me, oh, man, craziness. It was just like I could not believe it. I I was in a a hotel room in Calgary doing a show in the club that was in the hotel literally that day. I had just came out of the shower and uh, I saw a mouse run from under the bed to under the fridge. And I was like, holy fuck, fuck my fucking life. And then an hour or two later, Bob Saget's calling my phone to be unbelievably generous for no other reason other than that's who he was as a person. So... The uh, yeah, when I got that, uh, when I, when when I found out about that on Sunday, I was really like, "Fuck, man, that really sucks." But I, I'm uh, unbelievably super nice human being who I'm. I'm very happy that I I got to spend uh, uh, like to meet at all and and work with and get to talk to in any stretch at all because you know Jesus, just such a fucking great great uh, man. Um. Was any of that weird? I mean, I, I tried not to be weird. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so, uh, pff, weird and going to complete that thing, but I guess it's what I'm going to do. So, again, I'm still kind of all over the place. I got a, I got a, I got a camera in front of me and a light. I'm really trying to uh, figure out my life here. There's a shadow in this, this view that's really bothering me, but... I will figure it out once the podcast part of this is figured out. So, this is the other thing I want to talk about today. Um, And this came to my mind because somebody sent me an article that was... uh, I don't know. Somebody went to interview Jared Fogle from Subway, right? And he's always going to be remembered as Jared Fogle from Subway because we know about him from Subway. 50 years from now, if if somebody was like... Who who is that? Uh, the the tall guy on Night Court. It, it, Night Court. Night Court is the thing. Wherever you know somebody from is what they're going to be brought up as. It's not going to be Gerald Fogel the pants guy. Gerald Fogel the subway man. Now you kind of go, why the? This is my thought anyway. Why the fuck are we? Are you trying to interview Jared Fogel? What are you trying to figure out? Pedophile accused of pedophilia, found guilty of it. Goes to a jail. That seems to be the end of that. What is the... What are you trying to find out here? Hey, um, before you uh, did the, the incredibly horrific things that you did, how did you like being the mascot of Subway? Like, what the hell is the point of this article? And the headline of this article was, Jared Fogle says he messed up royally. That's how this man describes pedophilia messing up royally the same way that somebody would be like um um oh, god damn it the same way somebody would be like uh, oh i painted this wall a different color than i want messed up bro. 
I, uh, to say that this is messing up royally doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, not only does it doesn't make sense, it's a disgraceful way to describe the unbelievably disgusting crimes you created. Messed up royally. Oh, you know when I uh, when I, I I shot the puck at my own net. Messed up royally. Oh th- yeah, yeah. I I know what that's like. Just like having sex with children for years under the guise of being like a nice man who's helping people lose weight, right? Same deal, messing up royally. So you kind of looking at this thing and I just sort of go, honest to God, what does Subway have to do to be shut down? What, what, do, they, what do they have to do? I mean, from the outside, you go, okay, clearly, they are going out of their way. They're, they're trying hard. It's like they're they're sitting around in there and they go, I hate this smell. I hate it. People talk about, oh, it smells. I hate it. I can't deal with this anymore. I hate the green fucking apron. I hate the goddamn little visor. I hate the stupid little, I'm a sandwich artist. I hate this place. I want it closed. What can we do? And they go, all right, here's the first thing we can do. You know, people come in, right, and they want subs. What's, what's half of a sub? Somebody goes, six inches. They go, no, no, no. What is half of the contents of a sub? Somebody goes, bread. Great. That's why you're an artist. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put yoga mats in the bread because people want a sub. A sub contains bread. Bread is bread. Bread has bread in it, not yoga mats. So if we put yoga mats in the bread... Somebody somewhere will go, hey, this is fucking disgraceful. We got to shut this this place down. We got to close it. This is craziness. 50%. So they put yoga mats in the bread. And humans, us, went, all right. I mean, yoga's healthy. I, I stretch on a mat. Why can't I eat a mat? I've never thought about putting the mat inside of my body. Maybe it will go inside of me and stretch out my joints for me from the inside yoga mat in the bread and again it's 50 percent of what the sub is 50 percent of the product is not what they say that it is this is bread asterisks yoga mat we got lululemon in the bread we have live laugh love jammed into the honey wheat will you close us down please like we're going out of our way here and people went no i every once in a while want to be driving on a highway and spend $4 for a Italian BMT. And they go, yeah, but the the bread, though, is not bread. Like, could you please close us? No, no, I like it. I've been going here since the fucking 90s. Used to be good. Used to be good. And I'm going to keep that memory in my mind. And I'm going to go in there. And they went, "Uh, wow, I can't believe the yoga mat thing didn't work. And they go, okay, what the hell are we going to do? God, I hate these green uniforms. I hate this fucking visor. What the hell can we do? And they go, all right, what's the other 50% of the sub? And somebody went, uh, ingredients. And they go, great. All right, what do we got in here? We got chicken, grilled chicken. Fuck that. Okay, hey, what if we basically took a piece of rubber and 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 made grill marks in it ourselves? We put the grill marks on the chicken. They go, is, can that, is that even possible? And they go, yeah. We're fucking artists, man. You do whatever you want. It's abstract chicken. Put the grill marks on it. We will dust them onto it and make these 
people think that it's actually grilled. Like, we got a grill back here. Like, we got a George Foreman back here, and we grill our own chicken. And when they find out that it's basically a shoe that we drew grill marks on, they'll finally shut us down. God, they're not going to keep, they're not going to come in here and eat yoga mat Lulu bread with, with shoe mark grill fake chicken. They're not going to do that. These are human beings that respect themselves for Christ's sake. They care about how they, what they put inside of their bodies. They have to, especially, especially the fact that we say eat fresh, especially the fact that this is an entire life. I mean, they threw Ellen out of a, a life for saying that she's super nice, but in the back, not being super nice all the time. So ergo, we see, we say eat fresh are, we got boots wet boots that we draw grill marks on there's no way peep and we fold them inside of a yoga mat a rubber mat this is all rubber this whole thing is rubber with one brown piece of lettuce mixed in for good measure i guess somebody's definitely going to go you're closed and also how about this yeah, and then first of all, first of all, let's just see what happens with the grilled chicken, the, the fake chicken boot with the grill marks on it. We draw the, we drew the grill marks on it. We dust them. It's it's harder and takes more time to do that than it does to grill a chicken. And it probably, I guess, it would cost less because that's what we're gonna do is we're saving money here. But it almost seems like it would cost more to do that. Get somebody to fucking Andy Warhol these these grill marks onto it onto this rubber boot, wet boot that they found in a river. They get a river boot and they cut it into a chicken slice and then they draw the, they, they, they Jackson Pollock the, the grill marks onto the chicken. You think that would cost more than just getting a chicken, knocking its head off and grilling them, but no dice. So, okay, they go, let's see what happens to this chicken fiasco. Let's just put it out there. They put out the grilled chicken boot, the wet boot with the rubber, the tofu boot rubber, not tofu, it's not even close. It's, but, but, with the grill marks on it, and they go, "Hey, the, the, these grill marks are fake. It's 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 a it's a piece of plastic that we found in the ocean. It's basically an old uh, Purina uh, Purina Purina. That's cat food. Pur What's the bottle? Whatever. It's an old water bottle. What's the one I'm thinking of? It's an old water bottle that we drew grill marks onto. Okay. How do you feel now? And the bread is yoga mat. You you feel good about yourself? You want to be here? And people go, Yeah, yeah, I do. And they go, what? You don't want to close us down. They go, close you down? What are you talking about? No. Sometimes when I'm in the city and I got $4 and I want a meatball sub on a, 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 a wheat, I come in here. And they go, yeah, but it's not meatballs, man. The fuck, dude? I'm, I'm about to throw my fucking visor at you and choke you with the apron that says eat fresh on it. Basically in like, you, what you don't see on the back, it says, ha 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 ha, these people are fucking stupid. I'm about to do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder you in this place. Like, this is not real, dude. This is the metaverse of food. Touch it, it's not here. Grab that lettuce, it will fall apart in your hand. It will melt just from being brown and gross and disgusting. Look, look at the pickles. It's two pickles swimming in some sort of a brine. This like barbicide. This is not food. And people go, yeah, it is. It's food I want. So I'm I'm here and I got it. And they go, holy fuck! What are we gonna do? Okay, so the the plastic pop bottle fucking uh, grill mark chicken wet boot fiasco, that didn't work. And they go, okay, all right. I get maybe it was too much like chicken. Maybe. 
Maybe it was too chickeny. I mean, some of the pieces of chicken were chicken, so maybe it was maybe it was too chickeny. All right, so we want the yoga man, the bread, the grill marks on the chicken boot wet thing. What if we... All right, we got a tuna sub. We got tuna in here, right? What if we take out the tuna and say that it's tuna? What if we just take it out? There is no more tuna. And somebody, in the, somebody goes, what is it then? And they go, what do you mean? What the fuck? Who cares what it is? They whip some of those cookies that people love right in his eyes. And they go, who gives a fuck, man? What the hell are you talking about? It's going to be whatever. So they, let, they put the tuna out there. And it's tested. Somebody tests the tuna because they go, wait a minute. This is also, wait a second. This is the place that does the yoga mat bread, right? And then you do the grilled chicken with the fucking marks on it. I bet that tuna's not tuna. And they go, oh, no, we're going to be found out and finally shut down. Thank you. And somebody does a study on the tuna, and they find out, not only is it not, it's not tuna. It's not even fucking, it's not even fucking, it's not even from the sea. It's not even from an ocean, river, or lake, or uh, waterfalls that you're used to. It's not even near a body of water. We don't know. They don't know what this is. It's like when, when Jeff Goldblum, went through the two pods and it was started to become the fly, but he couldn't figure out what the hell. So uh, Gina Davis cut the hair off of his back and got it sampled. And they were like, for, for weeks, we couldn't figure out what it was. We don't know what this is. And then they found out that it's fly hair. You're half of a fucking fly. The movie's the fly. You're the fly. They go, we, but they didn't even figure that out. They didn't even get to the point of going, it's, it's fly juice. They go, we don't know what this is. This is, this is, it, it, this is like a a, a a ray gun from space. I don't know what the hell this is. Who made this? What the, We got to reverse engineer this fucking fake tuna. It's not even from the sea, dude. It could be any type of thing. Cat, bat, rat, tree. Who knows? Two more boots that they soaked in salt water for weeks and then ground into some sort of weird gray paste. Not even close to tuna. There's not even tuna near it. When we bring this in, we don't even pass places that sell tuna in the delivery trucks. This, you know, sometimes you get something that says, this chocolate may contain egg and nuts because it's put together in a, the same factory that they make Lego. And you go, all right, whatever. This tuna, they, they go, we 100% guarantee this is not tuna. It didn't even come in contact with a, a fish let alone the fish that we said that it is. And Subway's like, we did it. They're finally going to close us, man. All right, what do you guys got? And the world went, that's fine. What the fuck do you mean it's fine? Our chicken is a boot with fake... The bread is something you stretch on, and the tuna is not even close to what tuna is. Close us. I hate this fucking smell. I hate this apron. I hate that I'm a sandwich artist. I hate my little fucking PGA Tour goddamn fucking golf pro visor that I have on. I'm not Vijay Singh. I'm not about to putt for par. I want out of here, okay? Close this. And people went, no. No, I love this place. I've been coming here since the goddamn 90s. You used to be good, so uh, we're going to keep you open. Subway's like, oh my God. Okay, we got to bring out big guns here. How about this? First of all, 
uh, other fast food places have sort of updated, right? They're looking around. They're like, McDonald's, look at them. They got McCafe, for God's sake. You walk in there, you feel like you're in Paris. You got a, you got a, a hot coffee and a, and a little booth. Look at this. This is great. I'm sitting here on a swivel chair drinking a, 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 a peppermint mocha from where? McDonald's? Excuse me? I'll be back. Subway goes, how about if we don't update the restaurants, right? So look at this. Our bread is a yoga mat. Our tuna is, I don't fucking know. The chicken's a boot that we mold into a fucking piece and we draw the grill marks on it. So, okay, if we don't update the restaurant, people will also go, okay, this place sucks. It's fucking done. They, they look like a hospital bathroom. Not only just like a hospital, every subway you've ever, white, wet, wet? They still got those same like weird booths they're like, they're like little, it's like one piece, wood booth, fucking weirdly upholstered. Again, we got food everywhere too. Food, put that in quotes. There's like the lettuce is over here hanging out with the fucking uh, jalapenos. We got the goddamn red peppers over here sucking on bacon. The eggs are doing whatever they want. Like this whole place is disgusting. It looks like there was just a giant food fight by two people who just walked out of a lake soaking wet food fight inside of this place. Will you close us? And the public, us, went, no. It's almost like Subway has this weird curse put on it where they have to exist for 260 years. Like, they bothered some old witch in the woods, and this witch went, oh, you think you're funny? How about you live for eternity? Eternity! And they went, we just, no! And then they go, okay, okay. None of that worked, right? None of that worked. Okay, all right. These people really want to get cute, huh? They don't like, they don't care that there's yoga mats in the bread. Like, think, just think about that. Yoga mats. Even when people go, well, it's just traces. Traces, sir? Traces in your bread. Should be no traces in the bread. There's no reason to put rubber in the bread, but whatever. Not, not traces. Some people are fucking, we did that. And they just went, well, whatever. Then we, put, then we made the goddamn, look, man. I went down to the riverbed and I found two license plates and I smashed them together and I drew fucking grill marks on them and I said it was chicken. They didn't care about that. I, I went down to a waste yard and I found a big pile of gray whatever the fuck and I brought it back. My, also, I lost my hands while I did that because it was fucking radioactive and now I am a super being that has odd powers but no hands and I made that into what I called tuna. I wrote tuna on it and I put it on the menu and I thought for sure when somebody eats this, they're going to go, we, we have to close this place. And they didn't. And then we didn't update the restaurant. It's fucking, look at this fucking disgusting, absolutely criminal place that we have for people to eat trash in. The food is trash. The building is trash. What are we doing? And we keep having on the sign, eat fresh, like a big joke. They have to close us. And they went, no, they're not gonna. They love, they fucking love this place. They want six inches of sub. And, and Subway went, okay, big guns, man. Here we go. People have been canceled for tweets from 60 years ago. So you know what we're going to do? This this, this linchpin, this got to do it. Jared, pedophile. We're gonna, our mascot is going to be assaulting children. Not one, many, for years, pure criminal. And, 
pure criminal. This has to be it, man. The face of our fucking disgusting sandwich building is a as the worst criminal that is possible in the earth. On this planet, we're selling the worst food and our mascot is committing the worst crimes. That's got to be it. That has to be it. When the public finds out that old big pants turn small pants is a full-on goddamn pedophile. He first, and, and, and they put in, this restaurant's disgusting. We haven't updated in a thousand years. The food is not food. And the, the tuna is not tuna. And the, the bread is, oh my God. I just did downward dog on the fucking oat for an hour, and then I put somebody's bullshit BLT sub on this fucking thing. They're going to close this place. And the world went, oh, nope. Nope, you're open. I love this place. I love Subway. I'm psychotic. I want it open, man. It's part of my life. You took Blockbuster from me. You're not taking Subway. I will continue to come in here until the earth shatters when nukes hit the only thing left will be roaches and subway there will be roaches working at subway serving other roaches subway and they'll be like can i get the tuna sub and the little roach behind the counter will be like you know it's not real tuna right and they <laughs> little bug laugh and they get a full-on sub and they eat it and they just subway serving roaches to roaches roaches serving subway to roaches that will be the rest of the earth because subway apparently cannot die this is an untouchable untouchable franchise people talk about the illuminati subway's got to be it man when they talk about that that's what they're talking about they're talking about these restaurants get together and talk about how they're going to run the earth because if you can't get rid of this with this what they've done my dear God, they will be around forever, ever, ever. I don't know what they have to do. They can't, at this point, there's basically nothing Subway can do to have us close them. They have reached the apex. If Ellen's show was called Subway and that show was hosted by a Subway that came out and said it danced every day, the little Subway danced down the steps and it was like, hey, everybody be nice to people. But then in the back, was serving boot chicken with fake grill marks on it and gray waste tuna and was, a, was a, being bad to kids. People would be like, but I love Subway. I don't give a fuck what Subway does. You know what I mean? They weren't my kids. I don't get the chicken. I bet that's what other people... I don't get the chicken. I don't eat that bread. I don't eat the tuna. Wait, if they're doing this with this, what do you think? They're doing with the other... Either way. I don't know what they can do. But... All right, well, I'm going to end the podcast this week there. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, uh, NathanMcIntosh.com, at NathanMcIntosh. And, uh, oh, email me thoughts, feelings, opinions, shout-outs, positiveanger at mail.com, positiveanger at mail.com. And I will have clips from this on uh, my YouTube, which if you have not subscribed, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you. Later.